This is Aligned Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned Designs podcast. This is your host, Allison Cullen, and I have a very special treat for you today. All the way across the pond over in Scotland, um, Miss Nicola, I'm going to call you Nikki because that's way easier for me. And I know that all of us Americans always butcher your name. So Nicola is joining us from Scotland, and I'm so excited. I met Nicola a couple of months ago, and we dove into her human design chart as well as her sons. And we've just kept in touch. So she's in a manifesting generator, a little bit more manifester. And y'all are going to hear the magic in her using her voice here shortly. But Nikki is amazing. She's a mother. She's an author, a speaker, a mentor. She just has an amazing story. And we were joking before I started pressing record. We both have a background in accounting and normally would have had, you know, our type A personalities would have created an entire outline for y'all for this podcast and stuck to it exactly right Nikki (laughs) Um, I was like you know what we're gonna practice so Nikki has um the channel 3457 in her chart which is about trusting spontaneity to become more effective and she just has a very quick intuitive clarity you know, doesn't need to plan practice living in the moment, all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're going to do for y'all today. So welcome, Nikki. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited for everybody to hear from you. Tell us your story, your move from accounting to this type of work, all about your son, all the things. Oh gosh, thank you. Oh, look, thank you, Alison. It's been such a um, a pleasure to meet you and and to be here today to have this time with you. I'm just so excited. Hey, everyone's probably wondering why I've got this crazy accent. And it's like you're thinking, where on earth is she from? She's in Scotland, but is that really an English accent or a Scottish accent? You're right, it's not. Um, I'm actually a Kiwi, and you're probably thinking, what's a Kiwi? Although some of you may know, I'm a New Zealander. So I'm one of those uh, Kiwis that love to fly and have adventure. So here I am today. And look, I'm just so excited to be here. As Alison mentioned, I was an accountant. I loved it in some way, and yet I knew it was a means to an end. Now, I didn't know what the end was about, but I had no idea what that end was. It was when I'd got married and I was pregnant with my beloved son, Thomas. He arrived into the world a little bit late. He was a little bit reluctant to come, but anyway, he arrived he was just bundling along this bundle of joy and love, you know, like all those kids, those babies, just those, you know, he was so perfect because he was an emergency cesarean. So there was none of that um, conehead or anything. And it was just this perfect bundle of joy. And that's how I called him. There was this one night when things got turned upside down you know, when I speak about it, I talk about, you know, a bit like James Bond, the, the martini, we shaken and not stirred. And that's what I felt happened with my life. I got shaken. Uh, there was no gentle stir, stir. It was shaken and up and down and roundabout. Anyway, Thomas contracted pneumococcal meningitis and um, my world as I knew it changed. It changed forever. And at the time, obviously, I felt 
devastated by this and indeed the way I cope with it is I numbed my life out. I loved, I numbed my feelings. I just numbed out really to life. Um, and yet I became this crusader for my son. What the result of this was is that I ended, ended up burning myself out and probably Thomas to a certain degree. I mean, this young man, our well, young baby, he was, I was shipping him from place to pillar to all over the world, actually, to fix him. Yeah, I've, I'm actually, I feel heavy in the heart actually saying that because I tried to fix him. I wanted so much to have my perfect bundle of joy back. Yeah. And until I actually accepted that he was perfect just the way he was. And I, and I know in, a, in your mind you can say, yeah, I accept him. But this wasn't about being in my mind. I needed to be fully in my body and soul and really get that he was actually just this amazing human being, just the way he was. And that took time. <laughs> that took a lot of self-discovery, self-awareness, self-love, all of that self-acceptance. My journey had taken me right to that moment. And I guess really Thomas's getting uh, pneumococcal meningitis meant, well, not meant it was it was a spiritual wake-up call for me it was my brick wall where I hit hit hard and I needed to make some changes in my life and one of those things was leaving the world of accountancy where it was black and white um, and everything added up and because now after two decades certainly things there's a lot more perspective there's a 380 degrees perspective there's so much more of life that um, is here to be experienced. And um, that's where I'm at. It's been quite a journey. Mm. Um, indeed, my first book's called Trust Life's Journey. And you know what? Sometimes I just, I didn't enjoy the journey because there were some roadblocks there for me. I took detours. I, I did many different things. Um, and I can talk more about that in, de in, you know, in detail a bit later. But yeah, that's what we did. Through being a mother of Thomas he pushed my buttons big time mm -hmm. everything that I held true and dear to me as a an a-type yes. um, he he pushed the anger button the wanting to achieve button uh, success button now the success button was I perceived success in in a particular way and um so Thomas pushed those buttons, but in that and through discovery of, you know, recently Alison, but then other teachers along the way, I was able to really come back to that core part of me and understand me a lot better and what I wanted to do in the world. And what I have found is, is that I actually enliven my body's enlivened and and feels so great when I'm speaking about my journey and yet there's some parts that I really don't want to speak about because it's they're so vulnerable and you know and I don't want to be in tears <laughs> and and yet they have given me so much of me back 
it's like I got lost somewhere along the way. And and here I am. I'm I didn't like to speak in public. Can you believe that? Here but, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, here I am I, I actually want to share his story because it brings hope you know if I go I go back I'll take you back a bit you know Thomas when he was diagnosed with um, pneumococcal meningitis they said no walk no talk mm. no walk no talk now you know, doctors probably used different language, but that was my interpretation of um, the legal profession. Now, there was a couple of doctors that sort of, one doctor actually said that. One, another doctor said, well, look, it's time to get on with your next child. And it's like, whoa, okay. Wow. And then the other doctor said, look, you know, I'm looking at these pictures, uh, you know, the neurologist, and he said, you know what, these look bad. And it's like, okay, thank you for re reiterating that. But but I've seen wonderful things happen. And it's like, that was my thread of hope. And I just want to be that thread of hope for you, the listener. If you're having one of those days where you just wonder why, why and how, and how can I get through this? There is that thread of hope. It will come. Know that it will come. There is always a silver lining. And so that's that. Well, Thomas was uh, prognose no walk no talk which really meant not not verbal they really expected him not to be able to like I said walk we embarked on a huge amount of therapy I had over 40 volunteers in my home at one stage three hours a day six days a week we were patterning him to get him to move and um, indeed it worked it was a lot of work but hey he is now walking he's 24 He's nonverbal. Yes, he's delayed in every other way, but this young man has a special gift. And it's taken us time to, I guess, find that gift. That gift um, is his, the gift of his intuition. It's like, you know, the sixth sense. He, he got an extra dose. And indeed, a lot of our children who have these challenges do have a special gift. And what we've got to do as, as mums, as caregivers, is allow time, time to be with them and to observe. And so that they can, I don't know, they can just be themselves and and you can be yourself. And in that, in that magic of just being present with each other, you'll start to be aware of different things that they might um, like or be interested in and maybe they crawl in a particular area or they like particular textures or whatever it is and that might just be one piece of the puzzle and as you observe more things will unfold you'll you'll see it and this is indeed what happened with Thomas it was actually a speech pathologist friend of mine She's been there in a lot of my big moments, actually. And um, she said to me one day, um, Nikki, Thomas was 12 at this time. Um, she said, I noticed Thomas is playing with playing cards. Do you have any affirmation cards or oracle cards or anything like that? And I said, yeah, I've got heaps of them. So I gave her a couple of boxes and, and they played away with them and and then she, she got an intuitive hit to say, well, what about photos of people in his life? I said, yeah, I can go away and take some photos. So we did that. 
And what he started to do, and now this was over a period of time, he started to put a card with a photo. And what I mean by that is he would, he's very tactile and, and it's good OT <laughs> for his hands because he, he does actually have a bit of hemiplegia on his left side. So he'd play with the Play-Doh. Uh, not Play-Doh, the blue tack, which is, do you know what blue tack is, Alison? Do you know what I mean by that? It's a sort of that non-stick. Um, it's like Play-Doh, right? Sort of. Yeah, it is. And you can, it's sticky, so you can stick things to the wall and the paint doesn't come off. Yes. You know, what would you call that in the States? I don't know what that is. Um, well, we always called it like, I don't even know, t tacky putty or something? Oh, something like, yeah, I think, yeah, because I've bought some in the States and it's orange color. New Zealand, yeah. it's called, it's blue tack, so it's blue. <laughs> so, so maybe it is something like that. Anyway, he would play with that and then he'd put it on the back of the photo and put it to the wall. Wow. Then he would take the card and do the same thing. Wow. And when he matched my photo with a card, I looked at it and I thought, oh, my goodness, how does he know what's going on in my mind? Yeah. And it's just like, wow. And you know what? He's been fluking it for the last, <laughs> last 12 years and he's been fluking it for clients. And it's just incredible the, the insight that it gives um, client, his clients. He, like, he does spontaneous ones for me and it's just, oh, it's just like mind-blowing. That's amazing. I'm going to interrupt you really quick. So definitely in the show notes, I'm going to put, you have a website and then Thomas has a website. So I'll make sure to include both because Thomas's website is fascinating. It just sort of shows what all he does because I know we have a lot of listeners of moms with kids with special needs and medically complex mamas and all of that kind of stuff. And I just, this you're like such a huge role model as far as those moms with really being present with your child and noticing his gifts and all of that kind of stuff. But I just want moms to know all moms to know whether they have a special needs kiddo or not. Like this is so important for all children because children, especially kids with special needs aren't conditioned by the world. So that is a huge gift that they have. And it's our job as mothers not to condition them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't cry a lot in my human design readings, but I know that for you, for Thomas's, when we did that together, I was just like, we were both a mess. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're such a expander for so many people for taking the time to be present and sit there with Thomas and notice these things. Because as a mom who has all of these extra, not, it's hard being a mom period, right? But being a mom who then has all of these extra therapy appointments you have to do and all of the different things that come with um, a special needs or medically complex child, it's taking that time to sit and be present with them is so important. Yeah. And I just like, am so thankful that you did that. Mm. And you know what, Alison, it took me time to get to that place. And, yeah. and I, you know, part of me judge myself, used to judge myself about how long it took me to get there. No. But I think this is part of my motivation to wanting to share now is so that other mums, now, like you said, whether you have a special needs child or not, it's to be present with your child, to really 
be be there not not in the to-do list of what I need to do later or anything else but just to be present in that moment fully loving them fully accepting them and fully respecting them for this moment um yeah I really want to just yeah share that <laughs> share yeah. that how vital that is and and I guess the the way I got to that that spot of really realizing that I needed to do that was that I was putting myself on the back burner mm-hmm. um and what I meant by that I focused on Thomas solely yeah and that burnt me out mm-hmm. it totally burnt me out mm-hmm. now I wish I could tell you that I only needed one spiritual wake-up call but I didn't yeah, I needed I had so many brick walls. You know, I can I, I guess the three major ones for me was when Thomas got ill. That was that was sort of a crack in my armor, I, I call it. And then another time, would you believe I fell off a tram and um and I was actually lying there paralyzed in fear, literally actually paralyzed, and um it was through emotional healing that I was able to move again and it yeah it was it was incredible and still I wasn't quite listening until I actually collapsed in the middle of the street in Hong Kong then I started to get my my I just want to say shit together um and um and I'm sorry if that offends some of you um yeah, because I, I needed I needed three wake up calls. Please don't wait that long. Please, 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 please do not wait that long to get all those wake up calls. Start giving yourself time. It doesn't need to be much time. It can be just actually going outside and having a fresh air. Like today, just before this podcast, I went for a walk. Um, it's actually snowing here. Well, it's been snowing here yesterday and the day before here in Scotland. And just to feel the crunch of the snow beneath my feet and, and breathe in the fresh, fresh air um, re-enlivens you. It's, it doesn't have to be much. It doesn't have to be going, getting your nails done. It doesn't have to be a massage. It can be just something as simple as breathing in and out. And allowing your body just to rest. Yeah. Now I've got probably way off track there, Alison. No, that was so, I mean, I needed that little bit of time. Um, That was so perfect. And that's what I, what else I was going to say is that you're such a good role model, an example of a mother who does both. Yes. Be present with your child, but you don't have to do that all day long. Um, and this is one thing that I just love talking with moms about is like, we are always told, you know, put your oxygen mask on first before you put others on that whole, like, you know, metaphor from the airplane, you really, really have to do it for your mental health and spiritual health. You have to take time alone. And especially this past year with the pandemic and all the things, moms are not getting that. And it's a it's detrimental to you and your child to not have that time alone. I totally, I totally agree. 
I think, you know, it's so important to look at your support team. Who can give you those few minutes uh, a day? Or like, you know, you and I, Alison, were talking earlier and I said, to have my me time and it's just like yes so sometimes it's even getting up that those 15 minutes or half an hour or whatever it is for you to have some of that quiet time that me time so that you're ready for the day um and actually when you do that what you realize is that you actually don't get you don't you're not as angry you're not as short-tempered you're not as triggered um, because you've actually put yourself first. You've put your oxygen mask on first. And so therefore your cup is full, your energy tank is full. So you're ready to, to give out to your loved ones, your loved ones, whether they've got challenges or, or not, or your, your partner. So yeah, I'm, I don't know how you do that if you're an owl, but I'm a lark. I like, I'm like you, I like to be up early. So that's what I tend to do as well. Yeah. And for people who are night owls, that time can be their, their alone yes. time as well. And you can just adjust it to your thing. But I, I see a lot of moms not asking for the help that they need. And um, I would just say, don't, don't let the pandemic and all of those things prevent you from asking for help. Cause there's always a way. And I know you and I were connected through Mary Susan McConnell, one of my dear friends, and you work with her a little bit. She's, uh, does the mama bear podcast. And she, if, if you're a special needs mom, I would highly suggest just, you know, listening to her podcast. Cause she does a, gr a great job of giving a lot of tips for getting the help, even when you think that you don't have any help. So I would highly recommend that because I think that that's huge. And I think that's one reason why you, Nikki, have been able to have the time to find out what, what your gifts are and your passions are. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us, um, I want to know how human design has helped that and yeah. what, you know, how you moving from your previous life into your career now. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking that, um, Alison. Look, I, I'll take you back to when I was a little what, 13 year old um, girl and I was standing at the front of class and the teacher, I was, I think I had to speak French um, and it was, you know, a presentation and I froze. I totally froze and ended up run, running out of the class crying. And from that day, I really closed up my voice mm. And it was just, I, I didn't want to speak. I didn't, I just didn't want to be in front of anyone. And as time has gone on, um, I started, I, I guess I did a couple of speeches like at funerals, you know, and things like that in the last 20 years. But it was um, this, this deep knowing within me that I wanted to make a difference. And, and I needed to, I needed to be able to speak and write, um, and so, and actually writing was the same thing where a teacher said, you know, hey, no, you're useless at that. Just stay with your math. And so, yeah, accounting, here I went. And really, like I said to you at the beginning, I didn't, I knew it was a means to an end, but here I am wanting to make a difference and share this story, this, this, um, this amazing story of my son with others and I would get on to stage or in front of people and I would just choke up and it's been the last three years where I've started um, I did an intensive work with trainers and, and coaches 
and my voice is starting to open up. And actually, would you believe, Alison? I don't know if I told you, I'm actually having singing lessons. Oh, and so, I know it's it's and so that that's come through our conversation. I mean, I, I sort of had the hint that I wanted to do it, but through our conversation and and knowing that I need to be in the moment and share the inspiration, I wanted to have a voice that actually well had dynamic range. I mean, speaking in a monotone, it just it's so boring. So I want this excitement. I want this, you know, I want this dy- dynamic um, range within my voice. So, oh, hold so on. When we, again, I was also just, I'm like listening to you while looking at your chart again, just to see if there's anything that I missed. We, I remember last time we talked it, we were talking about your Jupiter gates and one of those is 12, which is an amplifying and dramatic voice. So yay. I'm glad you're plugging into that. Sorry for that quick interruption. Oh, no, that's perfect because that's, that's, that's it. And I'm, you know, I was actually telling my um, or voice coach, singing coach that actually years ago, I wrote a, a song. Um, I was inspired by American Idol. Um, anyway, um, I, I wrote a song about, I think he, he was a blind uh, con- contestant and I was inspired and how I sent the song to Oprah, you know, in those days, I don't know, all those decades, that decade or so ago, Oprah was the answer for everything for me. Yeah. I, you know, I saw so many amazing teachers and um, gurus and you know, just people that inspire you on, on Oprah. So Oprah, she had, she was going to, yeah, somehow get this song published um, <laughs> or released. So anyway, but for me, when, when we had our conversation and, um, I, I've been been wanting to to be on social, not social media, but just be able to release certain inspirations that I get. And when I wait, that so I, I, I have this inspir- inspiring idea, and I want to record it, and then my mind comes into play, and it's just oh, that's just no, that's nothing. Ah, forget about that. And then time goes and I don't release it. I don't do anything with it. And it's just like, no, no, no. I just need to, I just need to share that. And hopefully it will touch the person that it needs to touch. Or whether it's many people or one person, it doesn't really matter. But it's it's with it, it's so I need to follow my my design, my energy design, your the the human design the way I've been designed by actually speaking my truth in the moment. And like you said, and through an amplified voice. So yes, um, you managed to bring together some of the things I had started, but then to, it's almost like create or make a more solid foundation for me to step into my real, what do you call it? The profile? Is that what it is? The, the regal authority? Yes. Your profile. You have a force. Yeah. Yeah, so that I can really step into that because I've always known that I'm a, um, a bit like a red wine. I, I, you know, I'm I'm probably better with maturity. So I think that's what you reconfirmed as well. It's you know I come into my own really in this the next cycle, which is is it sixty plus? Is that what I think that was what you, is yeah. it? Do you call it a cycle or what? I can't remember Not what you call sort it. Sort of, you know, your first uh, your Saturn return happens between like twenty seven and thirty. And then 30 to 60 is another cycle. And then 60 on is another cycle. So yours is really all about stepping into that. Um, You're just like true, authentic nature 
recently. So that, so it's like, you can't get down on yourself for the first 60 years. Cause that's just the way it's going to be. And you, and you gathered all these resources and had all these lessons during that time. And now it's like going to be a little bit easier and more magnetic and more abundant and all that. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, I think this is probably when I, um, in my, when I, sorry, when, oh gosh, I can't even get my words out now. Yeah. She, here she is, she's speaking and she can't get her words out. Okay. Um, a means to an end, you know, when I was being an accountant, it was a means to an end. So I, I realize now that actually that's all part of my lessons. Um, I don't, um, I don't regret or think that it was wasted time. Um, I did at the time, I must admit, it's like, why can't I find my my place now and have everything that I want now? Um, I just knew, yeah, there was, there was a reason why I had to be patient. Um, certainly Thomas has taught me how to be more patient um, and getting your reading and, and talking that through and having the questions to and from has really helped me understand my energy flow so much better um so it's set, it's setting myself i'm setting myself up for the success um ahead yeah i love it so much not that my life needs much more because to tell you what i mean i'm the happiest um most joyful that i've ever been in life um yeah so it's a it's a blessing and that's i just really really um hope that this touches um people so that they can they or mums or it could be dads um touch them in a way that they can um make those small changes they don't have to be big changes um to to make a difference in their family's life mm. yeah you're definitely right it doesn't it's it's sometimes that one degree that you yes change something that then totally helps all the other areas of your, of your life. I, I totally agree, agree with that. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the things I do talk about uh, in, in my journey, what I like to do is, you know, um, when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with people is I talk about doing a life audit and, um, and really we look at five areas and look, you could add areas to that, but I think there's my five major ones and they're really physical your physical aspect, well-being, health. Then there's the um, the emotional, and then there's the mental side. Then there's the social side, and then the spiritual side. So when we look at our life and these five aspects, like I said, some people would bring up a vocation and finance, maybe as separate. Um, but I look at the five, and it's like let's look at those areas and see where we can create these small habits to make change. And small habits make big change. You know, you just need to do those things daily. And it takes practice, yes. But then practice makes perfect. And then just like brushing your teeth, having a shower, all of those things, it becomes just part of your nature and who you are. Yes. And it's not really an effort. Yeah, it, it really is true. It just takes a little bit of re repetition in, yeah. in things. Um, I did want to let everybody know, definitely go give Nikki a follow on Instagram. I'm very proud of you since I've met you. You've been doing a great job sharing on there and, and speaking with your voice and all of that kind of stuff. But her, um, 
her handle, I will put it in the show notes below, but will you say it or tell us for it? Sure, sure. It's um, um, Nicola MC Irvin. Um, So that's Instagram. Um, And my website is Nicola, N-I-C-O-L-A, Irvine, I-R-V-I-N.com. And yeah, I, I'm a bit slow at getting things up there. Um, I've got probably about, I don't know how many podcasts to, to, to put on my blog and videos and the likes. Um, the other thing I've got, Alison, is I've got um, Stop the Worry, stoptheworry.kiwi. And that's just a, a little um, taster of um, how to stop the worry in less than five minutes. And then, then that leads on to... Um, these five aspects of well-being and health that I spoke about, uh, physical, mental, emotional, social, and um, spiritual. So it gives you a little insight. So that's stoptheworry.kiwi. Awesome. I love um, those. I'm going to go check that out because we didn't even talk about that last time when when we chatted. Um, oh, no. <laughs> But I love your, I love when you were talking about the five areas and then separate from it, you said finances. And this is something I've been working out on with some students a lot. Cause I have a seven day like money manifestation boot camp, And one of the things in there that I talk about is yes, like finances are important. Obviously that was a huge blessing from your accounting job is that you were able to have financial resources to then get Thomas, the things that he needed as far as therapy goes and everything. Um, So that's one really important thing. Finances shouldn't be one of those five things, but finances then is able to bring you things in each of those five areas. And I always tell people if they're trying to manifest some amount of money, what do you want to use it for and why? Like, how do you want to feel once you get that amount of money? That's like the, yeah it's going to go into one of those five areas. So definitely go check that out um, for uh, Nikki's resource on that, because that's a super smart, smart, um, probably exercise to do. And then I think um, just to mention Thomas's, Thomas yeah. has a website and it's tomsreadings.com. So it's T-O-M-S-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-
It allows you to breathe in this fresh air and let go of the whatever's troubling you, the anger, the frustration, the worry, and it brings you right back to this present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I was not expecting some of these things that you shared with us and taught us today. So I like, they were just a pleasant surprise and you used that channel just extremely well of, of just acting in the moment and speaking your truth. So I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful that you came on the podcast and were able to share with everybody. Everybody definitely go connect with Nikki. I will put all of her contact info below in the show notes. Please share this podcast episode with every single mom that you know, because we all need to hear the story and just be re-energized in, in, in knowing that we need to take care of ourselves and then also just be present with our children at some points throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just, you're such a gift and I'm so grateful to know you and I'm so grateful to have um, a friendship and, and relationship with you. And I hope that we can continue working together in the future. I loved chatting with you today, Nikki. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity, Alison. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next week on the Align Designs podcast. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company.